Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another very special Express Written Consent 2015 underway. A gorgeous day at Dodger Stadium, and Graham Elliott has wandered into the suite, unbeknownst to him, to join <laughs> us on Express Written Consent. Graham, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, it, it, we know you have a lot going on, both in Chicago and Los Angeles. Currently yeah. in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. shooting a, a, a little show, a giant franchise known as MasterChef. <laughs> yes. Are you doing MasterChef or Juniors right we, now? We just wrapped season six of MasterChef, and okay. Junior season four is what we're working on right now. All right. Uh, and which do you prefer to be on? Uh, I think the junior is really exciting because yeah. not only is it amazing to see these kids, you know, and I have three boys of my own, but to feel like you're having an impact on the food, on the future of food, yeah. showing America and, you know, kids that, that food is something important. You need to know how to cook. Uh, it's just really, really cool. Well, that is amazing, too, because I hadn't thought about that as part of what that show is. I just love watching it mm -hmm. and being shamed by these children <laughs> who make food exponentially better I, than I could even begin to. <laughs> but that, that does, you're setting up an entire generation of yeah. people to work with stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, these kids, you know, our generation was like born into fast food. They're born into great food, understanding that America's a melting pot, different religions, beliefs, ethnicities, and all of that equals who you are on a plate. Yeah. And that's what they're finding their own voice. Well, it's amazing you talk about that, the things that bring people together. Yep. We're at a baseball game, one of the great great passions uh, that I know I have oh, and that God, I share yeah. with you, but part of that is it brings so many people together. Totally. Now, despite all that, you're a Chicago fan. I am. Well, I mean, I've been, my dad was in the Navy, so I've been to okay. all 50 states. Some of my first games were, you know, going to uh, Camden Yards, seeing the Orioles, then living in Chicago, obviously Wrigley Field, it's, you know, it's like going to Mecca, you know, you like bow down to in the Ivy, but, you know, the Dodgers are really what I grew up really loving. I really? lived in Oxnard for a little bit. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, the first book I ever read was uh, Oral Hershiser's autobiography. What? Yeah. So I think that uh, all those things are, are really important. But, you know, there's one player that I think exemplifies not just how to play, but just how to live life, uh -huh. being humble and amazing and walking away at the peak, Sandy Koufax. Right? I wanted to name my kid Koufax. I'm still fighting my wife to see if we can do it on the next one. But, you know, the fact that, you know, I'm looking from right here at the mound that Hershiser, Valenzuela, Drysdale, you know, Sandy, all these guys stood on that thing. You know, it's, it's hallowed ground over there. Uh, it, is, it is amazing. And I think the Dodgers being the story that they are yeah. historically totally. from Brooklyn to L.A. Yeah. at a time when the country yep. expanded coast to coast. Yep brought a lot of the tradition with us and you taught me that's what's amazing is the pictures of that fran of this franchise it's, the, it's incredible absolutely incredible when you think of that and i mean the pitcher for that game and also i mean like kershaw for last season it's kind of like the quarterback you know it's the guy that's yeah. up there kind of running the deal people love power and hitting but the pitcher is like such a technician to be able to put the ball in any one spot yeah. you know it's it's so exciting to watch now so are you a dodgers fan or a cubs fan or equal I, i'd say that pretty equal okay so who are your cubs guys then you went through would say hershiser Brownswella, and koufax right i mean here. we had maddox right maddox, ryan right. sandberg mark grace um you know right now chris bryant obviously is the guy that everyone's looking at you know minor league player of the year nine homers in spring training and obviously it's a touchy subject that they sent him back down to the minors touchy touchy yeah but you got to believe that theo epstein knows what he's doing I, so. I believe he does how do you yeah. feel about that how about the new front office over there uh, you know i think that they do a great job and i think that when you sign up and you do your contract and you become part of baseball that you know all of those things and yeah. you agree to it all and that's just how it goes yeah so i mean i know that the players union's thinking of changing the rules and stuff so once they do i mean maybe that'll that'll change for the better but sure. kind of is what it is how uh, 
That aside, how excited are you to watch Chris Bryant play Cubby's baseball? Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, and I mean, what's crazy, though, is that right now they just put in the Jumbotron, you know, yeah. and they're moving stuff. So, I mean, first time you're really tweaking Wrigley in like 100 years. I know, so right? People are very touchy about that. that. It is a very sensitive, yes. very emotional space. Um, yep. One of the amazing parts of uh, Chicago, obviously. Yeah. But you have two restaurants now in Chicago. Yep. Where are they in proximity to Wrigleyville? Uh, one is in uh, um, River, or, or the West Loop okay. on Randolph. Yeah, okay. and then we had the fine dining one that was on Huron and River North that were relocating. Okay. Yep. Do you have uh, an ambition to get one down into Wrigleyville? I would love to. I'm yeah. actually, it's something that we're talking about is how we can somehow get associated with that. You know, the Ricketts family owns yeah. it now. They're really, really driven to put in a lot of money and, and update it. Sure. And I think that's one of the greatest things now is baseball. You know, with the Dodgers, the history of the first, you know, African-American yeah. and then moving to the West Coast. And now if you look out here, it's like, you know, easily 50-50 Latino, yeah. you know, and the fact that that influences the food, the style. Right now you go to see the Giants play, the Mariners play, any of those, they have their own food, you know, yeah. that speaks of that, that region. Chicago doesn't really have that. We still just have hot dogs and, uh -huh. and warm beer. So if we can somehow <laughs> elevate it, you know, I would love to be part of that. Oh, well, it sounds like you've got an idea. What yeah. would be, how would you lead that charge? It sounds like you've thought about this once or twice. Yeah, I think that, again, you look at things that people know, right? So yeah. you look at, you know, we do a corn dog, but it's a lobster corn dog. And, you know, you do loaded tater tots, and you do... Uh, you know, your own version of, of a hot dog or, um, you know, nacho. All those different foods that people know, yeah. but just kind of tweak it. I, I know you said more, but after lobster corn dog, I sort of blacked <laughs> out. So I'm sure it was uh, exciting things. Has it been uh, for you uh, as a Chicagoan? Yeah. I, I know you did move a lot. You, yeah, ended, yeah. you ended up in Chicago making your restaurants there. Uh, to see the Cubs, what do you hope most for them over 2015? I, I think that you're going to see them position themselves to to be a front runner, yeah. you know, in their division. And I think that what's great is they've been honest from the get-go the last two or three years. Like, yeah. we're not going to win next year. We're not going to the world. We're not going to keep saying that. Yeah. But we're setting up the foundation. So in, like, two to three, we're going to be that contender and we're going to do it. So yeah. I think that this season, you're going to see that. All the pieces falling into place and having that gel together. Uh -huh. And then maybe in the next season or after that, like there all right well i gotta say the, that's pretty exciting stuff from you i look yeah. forward to the master chef master chef juniors is it junior master chef master it's it's master chef junior master and chef then junior. the other thing that's even cooler yes is this october right like instead of the world series being the most important thing the greatest thing well be careful my, about that uh, uh, my <laughs> my first cookbook coming out no, still kidding. Can you believe it? I uh, no, that's your first one. I know. I've been waiting. What have you been doing? <laughs> exactly. I've been watching baseball. Okay. So uh, taking notes while exactly, you watch Exactly. Totally. So uh, so that'll be coming out. So uh, keep an eye out. Uh, do you have a title for you? I do. It's called uh, being a master chef in the kitchen. Being a master yeah. chef in the kitchen. There you go. Yeah. Spot on. All right. So we'll look forward to that in postseason baseball. Yes. We're not watching games. Reading a book. Exactly. Graham Elliott, everybody. <laughs> It is now time for Start Bench Cut with Graham Elliott, host of MasterChef and MasterChef Juniors and a restaurateur extraordinaire in Chicago <laughs> and around the world. Do you understand the rules of the game? I do. That's your head of me. Ah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, you have very successfully lost a, a great deal of weight. And yes. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Start Bench Cut, these other celebrities who have gone on to lose a great deal of weight. Al Roker, Drew Carey, and that one year for Jonah Hill. Oh. All right, so... Al Roker, right? That's that's the start. Start Roker. Yep. And then we're going to uh, we're going to bench Jonah Hill. 
<laughs> right? Because, I mean, Al Roker's fun. He's a foodie. And to be able to love food so much and still be able to stay healthy, that's a big plus. All right. Uh, Jonah Hill, because he's so funny, I kind of give him, you know, some leeway to, you know, okay. be however he wants. And Drew Carey, I don't know, just, just never been a fan. But secretly, aside from cooking, I want to be the host of a game show. Ooh. So that long, skinny mic will one day be mine. <laughs> I like it. It's the beginning of a feud. <laughs> exactly. All right. You are, Graham, you are a very successful TV chef, let's say. Start right. bench, cut these other TV chefs. Bobby Flay. Okay. Emerald. Gordon Ramsay. Ah, well, you got to start with Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> but no, here's the thing, not just because he's on the show with me, but I actually cooked with Gordon when I was 20 years old, right? Like, okay. like years ago. And the guy works harder and is more driven than anybody I've ever been around. Wow. So, I mean, you definitely want that guy on your side. I'm going to, uh, to bench Emeril. He started the whole TV food movement, got people excited about cooking. That's a great thing. And Bobby Flay, I'm going to have to cut because yeah. he's been a nemesis for years as we went head-to-head -head on Iron That's Chef, right. and he beat me by two points, and, uh, and I'm seeking revenge. I so like I'm going to cut until then. Bobby Flay, you've been cut <laughs> by Graham Elliott. It was just that simple. Yeah. And the secret ingredient was not chocolate. It totally was chocolate. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start, bench, cut these three cooking techniques. Mm. Braise, poach, fricassee. Oh. So we're definitely going to start braise, right? Start like braise, that okay. is the sexiest way to cook. Searing, putting in like a warm, bubbly mixture of stock and goodies and letting it just cook forever. They, there's a great quote that a good cook can go back in time because when you smell that, you pull back the parchment paper and look at it bubbling. That's something somebody 100 years ago, 200 years ago, that, that they all experienced. Awesome. Poaching, that's, that's kind of like the wimpy version of braising, you know? Okay. So uh, I'm not down with that, but we're going to bench it because... We're going to cut out fricassee just because it sounds so snotty and Frenchy. You know what I mean? I like do. Just, I think the French are so good at marketing because everyone thinks French food's the best, but how is that any better than Korean barbecue or an amazing taco, right, or some killer takeout Chinese? Not in my book. Exactly. But just because fricassee sounds fancy. Exactly. It's out. I love it. Frick take a frickin' seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Graham Elliott, we charge on. Start bench cut. Your first restaurant's in Chicago. Uh, start bench cut these three iconic Chicago foods. Chicago dog, deep dish pizza, Italian beef. We're going to start the hot dog, right? Kay. I mean, I feel everybody speaks hot dog, right? It's like the international language. Chicago does it better than anyone else. They do it where they drag it through the garden. So you got all the different little veggies and peppers and tomatoes. And the, the, the key is the steamed bun, right? Poppy's eat steamed bun. It's great. You got to steam a bun no matter what. We're going to bench the Italian beef because, I mean, it's bread and beef, right? I mean, it's got nothing on, like, a Philly cheesesteak. Right. But it's, it's like the, uh, the, the, the poor cousin of the Philly cheesesteak. Okay. You know, you got to, like, just kind of take them in. And we're, we're going to bench no, you, the – I'm oh, sorry. No, yeah, we benched the, the, the Italian beef. We're going to cut the – what was it? Deep dish pizza. Oh, deep dish pizza? is like a lasagna with a crust. It's the worst thing ever. Like, like John Stewart says, you don't know whether to eat it or throw a coin in it and make a wish. It's so gross. And, there, I mean, there's nothing that anyone has on a slice of New York pizza, right? When you can it's fold true. it and then you tilt it and you see the grease drip that's out of it. Right. That's good. So that's it for you, lasagna with a crust. That's so You're disgusting. I, and I, I get beat up for it all the time. <laughs> I would imagine. Because it's Chicago, but you can't convince me that it's any good. I like it. Way to stand by it. And finally, uh, you're a Cubs fan. Obviously, yep. we just covered that. Start bench cut these three Cubs. 
Ryan Sandberg, Andre Dawson, Greg Maddox. Wow. All right, so we're going to start Greg Maddox, right? I mean, there's, again, you go to the strength of a pitcher. That guy could throw from Wrigley to Dodger Stadium, probably make it over the plate because the pinpoint accuracy. And also, you got these tough guys like, you know, Randy Johnson. Right? He's like nine yeah. foot tall, killing birds when he throws. And then you got Greg Maddox, who looks like your science teacher. You know, all he's missing is the bow tie on the uniform. And the fact that he is so dominant yep. on a team, right, when he was with the Braves, of like every other person in the ballpen was incredible. Yeah. You have someone like that, that's the guy you're starting. Right. Ryan Sandberg, right, he's like the, the icon there in Chicago. You gotta love him. Plus the way he spells his name, right? R-Y-A is cool. And, um, yeah, and so that means that we're going to have to cut Andre Dawson. Whew. Sorry, Hawk. Got to do it. The Hawk. Isn't right. I don't have a choice. No choice. Let's start bench cut. Graham Elliott. <laughs> it is now time for Three Up, Three Down with Graham Elliott, host of MasterChef and MasterChef Junior and uh, Restaurateur. It's a Restaurateur? <laughs> yeah, again, right? It'd be a restauranter <laughs> if you were in America. It's Restaurateur. Like, because it's French face. <laughs> That's right. Extraordinary chef. It's not time for three up, three down. We've laid out nine baseball terms for you. Could you please read those for the fans at home? Uh, yes, sir. Pepper, pickle, heat, nibble the corners, goose egg, quick pitch, meatball, hackaway, and shell. There you have it. And are you familiar with what we're doing? I am. You're ahead of me. Let's All get right. to it. Topic number one, your experience working on MasterChef and MasterChef Junior. Okay. Hack away. Could you explain a little bit? Yes. Uh, I think that it's a, a pretty long season of filming. It's about two days per episode. Okay. And when you're doing 20 episodes plus 12 a junior on the back of it, that's like three or four months of like five, you know, six-day weeks. Sure. So I think that you look at it as this giant massive tree, and every day you're just kind of <laughs> hacking away a little bit, a little bit, until it timbers in the finale. Like, and then it's done. There you, you go. Need two seasons in the book. Love it. All right. Uh, topic number two, your culinary career. Um. <laughs> meatball. It's a meatball. Because... When I think of meatball, I think of something big and kind of goofy, and that's, I think, who I was most of my career. Okay. I love being self-deprecating and, like, nice to a fault. And to be able to not take yourself seriously in a kitchen or just in life in general, yeah. having fun with it, I think meatball exemplifies that. That's well said. Well <laughs> said indeed. And finally, perhaps the most uh, challenging mm. of the topics, being a Cubs fan. <laughs> I'm going to go with shelf on that one. Okay. <laughs> I mean. Do you want to expand on oh, that? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you need to. But I think that the fact that it's been about 900 years since we've been to the World Series, uh, you know, we, we understand uh, how to take pain, sure. how to experience being shelled. And, you know, every year it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen the next year. It's we always so have close. next year. So close. Exactly. That's Graham Elliott. That's three up, three down.